The views and opinions expressed within this podcast do not necessarily reflect those of the staff, management, advertising partners, or ownership of Forever Communication. The It's All Good Podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. This is Lorraine Jones with 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. If you're a parent, have you ever had to tell your children, be still, be still, listen, be still? Of course you have. I raised two active fidgety boys, and it seems like when they were little, I was forever telling them, be still, especially in church. You know, when my kids were little, if they uh, didn't listen to me and were acting up and they were in a public place, I would take them to the nearest restroom, wherever we were, and I would give them a little swat on their bottom to sort of refresh their memory. And uh, one day we were in church, and my youngest kept making noise, moving around, bumpity-bumping, and I kept saying, be still, be still, several times. Finally, you know, without a word, I scooped him up. I started to the back of the church, and and he cried out, for, for the whole church to hear, Mama, don't whip me in the bathroom. <laughs> Everybody got a chuckle out of that, but I was mortified, you know. But I always thought it was important to teach my kids that sometimes you need to be still. And now today I'm going to talk about a story that most of you probably are familiar with. It starts in Luke chapter 10, verse 38. It's the tale of two sisters. Uh, Mary and Martha. And I'm going to I'm going to read that to you right now. Luke 10:38. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet and listened to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and she asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do all the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you're worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. You know, I read a book uh, several years ago. Actually, I read it at the beach um, having a merry heart in a Martha world. And it is so good. It's 240 pages on this scripture. So interesting. And I've also attended, you know, several workshops, women's programs, where they they talk about this passage of scripture. And always at the program, they ask the participants the question, are you a Mary or are you a Martha? You know, and and I must admit, when I read the first part of the Mary and Martha story, I was cheering Martha on. She appeals to me. She appeals to my take charge, get everything in order, perfectionist tendencies. Um, She really does. And I'm reading, I'm reading from that book now about Martha. In there it says, what a woman. She opens her home to a band of hungry men. What a hostess. She's the original Martha Stewart. 
She scraps her ordinary everyday menu of, of soup and bread. This, she decides, will be a banquet fit for the Messiah. Martha sends one servant to the field to slaughter a lamb, another to the market for fresh vegetables. Like a military general, she barks commands to her kitchen staff. Soak the lentils, pound the grain, knead the dough. What will be just right for dessert? A little goat cheese on a tray of fresh fruit? Someone has to change the sheets. Someone has to fold the towels. Then she looks around and says, where's Mary? Has anyone seen Mary? Now, that uh, excerpt is just what the author imagined it would have been like for Martha on that day. But you know what? I get Martha. I like Martha. And I want Martha to serve on one of the committees I'm on. She's going to get stuff done. So, So where was Mary? Well, the scripture says she sat at the Lord's feet and she listened to what he said. You know, in those times, it wasn't customary for a woman to sit with a group of men. But obviously, there was a magnetism in Jesus' words that was drawing her closer. After all, you know, it's not every day that, you know, God visits your home. So on that day, she she ignored tradition. Um, She broke social etiquette, and she pressed closer as close to Jesus as possible. Literally, she was at his feet. Now, um, like Martha, we often try to show God how much we love him by doing great things in his name for, for him. We do a lot of stuff. Um, we start ministries. We we do service projects. We go on mission trips. We serve on committees. Um, but in the end, Will he know us? Will we know him? Many, many times I feel like Martha because I I tend to be a little achievement oriented. Um, and many of us are like that. We're overextended in service. But Jesus said only one thing is needed. And he meant a relationship with him. You know, while the world applauds achievement, God desires companionship. You know, in Martha's eagerness to serve Jesus, she almost missed the chance to know him. But, you know, sometimes I think I'm a Martha at heart, but, you know, many, many times I feel like a Mary, too. Of course, deep inside, you know, I have a hunger, a calling to know and to love God. And I don't just want head knowledge. I want heart-to-heart intimacy with God. What, what really, I want to worship like Mary, you know, but the, the Martha in me keeps bossing me around. <laughs> so I think some of you understand. Um, now, if, if Martha is the Martha Stewart of the Bible, then Mary is um, the flower child. Mary was more mellow by nature, and her tendency was to meander through life and and to stop and smell the roses. Um, Martha's tendency, you know, was to to pick the roses, cut them at a perfect angle, arrange them in a vase, add ferns and baby's breath. Uh, So (laughs) Martha, but Martha was nothing, nothing like her sister. Now, anybody listening, anybody out there have siblings? Um, If you do, are, are you guys alike? 
No, probably no. Heck no, not at all. And and isn't it interesting how God puts different, such different personalities in the same family? I think he I think he gets a kick out of that. Uh, now that's not to say that one is right and one is wrong. Um, we're all different. Each gifting and personality has its own strengths and, and weaknesses. And But in the scripture, if you notice, when Jesus corrected Martha, he said, Martha, Martha, Mary has chosen what is better. He didn't say, why can't you be like your sister? But he gently rebuked her, Martha, Martha, as he rebukes the ones he loves. Because in this case, when the two of them were faced with the same choice, you know, busyness or worship, Jesus said, Mary has chosen the better part. He didn't say the only part, just the better part on that day. And, and notice that she has chosen it. It's a choice. The better part to stop fall on bended knee and worship him. It's a choice. You know, and this this better part is available to all Marys and Marthas, you know, and, and Michaels and Matthews in the world. It It's available to all of us. Um, I know when I kept saying, be still, you were thinking of this, this scripture. Psalm 4610 tells us, be still and know that I am God. And I think what that scripture means, it's like the Lord telling us, be still and, and share your life with me. Be still and get to know me. Be still and tell me your problems and your heart's desires. Be still and ask me for guidance. Be still and listen closely for my answer. Just like telling children, be still. Adults need to be reminded of this too. Now, I'm not a very quiet person by nature. I'm not. Sometimes I need to be told to be still. I want to fix something. I want to get it right. I want to, let's just do this. Let's just try that. Sometimes I need to be still. And you know, um, sometimes when we want to hear from God, we expect him to make himself known in a big, mighty way. But in the story um, about the prophet Elijah, um, and I'm reading from 1 Kings 19, God told Elijah to go stand on a mountain. A mighty windstorm came and knocked rocks loose, but God was not in the wind. Then there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. Next, there was a fire, but God was not in the fire either. Finally, after the fire, there was the sound of a still, small voice. Elijah covered his face when he heard it, for God was in the whisper. You know, in our loud and busy lives, we, we've become used to getting everything quickly and for satisfying our needs through a, through a drive through window. Our kids, our family, our work, um, our friends, everything contributes to those windstorms, those earthquakes 
those fires in our everyday life. And sometimes we wonder why we can't hear from God. Where's God? Just be still and listen for God's whisper. I'm Lorraine Jones, and you've been listening to 15 Minutes of Good News, sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital. The It's All Good podcast, hosted by Lorraine Gossett-Jones. Sponsored by Baptist Memorial Hospital, delivering the promise of quality health care. In 1950, Baptist Memorial Hospital Union City opened with a vision to bring quality health care to the Kenton area. Over time, we've built on the tradition of combining patient care, research, and education. This has led to stunning breakthroughs in diagnosis, treatment, management, safety, and prevention. Our staff are bound together through deep history, timeless commitment, and our pursuit of excellence. With a rich history and faith as our foundation, we look forward to many more years of healing, teaching, and preaching and delivering the promise of quality health care.